When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show which discusses who is going where in association with Loserpool. As you should know the drill by now, 10 minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big plate of juicy transfer gossip to start your morning. And this morning, we're ordering something off the specials menu because Tottenham have signed not one, but two players. And that in itself is worthy of a full episode. That, and I'm quite busy this morning, so I'm going to have to do a pre-record. Don't tell anyone. So, let's crack on. As I say, Tottenham, they've signed two players and things have gone a bit bonkers in the white half of North London. 516 days, I think it was, between Lucas Moura joining the club and Jack Clark. That celebration was slightly tempered by the fact Jack Clark was then loaned straight back to Leeds United. A case of giving with one hand and taking with the other. However, celebratory scenes again when Tangi Undumbele finally put pen to paper and joined from Lyon. Which in itself is a real statement signing because many people, or shall I say rival fans have said, oh, well, Tottenham have got a pot to piss in because they've built this new stadium. That couldn't be any further from the truth because I think a lot of people have looked at Arsenal and their move to the Emirates and thought, well, they were saddled with loads of sort of debt. The fact they couldn't really buy big names, they had to sell to them buy, creates a lot of issues. And I think a lot of people have applied that logic to Tottenham. However, you look at the way the football finance landscape has changed in, what, even five years Tottenham have got money growing on trees. It's got TV money everywhere. They don't know how to spend it. Add to the fact a world record profit for a football club was made at the end of last season. All this NFL money that's coming in. Uh, the sausage roll fund. I love sausage rolls. If I can do my bit to help the club, then I'm more than happy to buy an extra sausage roll or two. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Tottenham have got money to spend. And the fact they've spent 60 odd million on one player says a lot. And not only that, I don't think it's going to be the last of the money either. I'm not sort of advocating that they're going to spend 200, 250 million. I don't think that's quite realistic, as much as I'd like that to happen. However, there's still scope for a few more transfers. Um, let's look at names such as Ryan Sessegnon. If we bought him, would he be used as a traditional left-back? Arguably not, because you've still got Danny Rose and Ben Davis. However, there's options down that left side, could be played sort of further forward. 
and the fact he's young. Um, Danny Rose has sort of mentioned in enough circles that he would look to move back up north eventually. Whether it happens this season, I don't know because yes, he could move on. Obviously, he sort of sort of intimated the fact that his time at Tottenham is not going to last forever. That's fair enough. But who would sign him? You know, who would be the kind of suitor he would move on to? Um, let's be honest. Anywhere he goes, Bart or Tottenham, unless he goes up the table to Man City, Liverpool or Chelsea, is a drop down, really. You know, without being ignorant, it is. So you could take him to, say, Everton. That might be something that then saw Lucas Dean come the other way, but that's just me doing some fanciful shopping. So you're sort of looking down the list and thinking, you know, where would he want to go if it has to be a club up north? Newcastle, another one. But the point is really the fact that there's a fair few players from Tottenham that could move on. But again, who would their suitors be? Let's take Christian Eriksen as another example. Now, after the Champions League final, the Dane said that, obviously, he'd like to go to a big club. Real Madrid being that big club. And he's sort of waiting for the phone call. I think he might be waiting all summer because Real Madrid have almost sort of intimated that he's not even really plan B anymore. Um, it seems to be Pogba or bust. And even if it's not Pogba, it's not Eriksen, which is not the news the Dane wants to hear. But it's great news for Tottenham fans because more than likely he'll be in Tottenham colours at the start of this coming season. There's still going to be a battle of wits between him and the chairman as to whether he puts pen to paper on a new deal. Whether that um, is signed by January would ask a huge question because then you're sort of thinking, well, hang on, like, does Daniel Levy prepare to run down the clock and let him go on a free? I can't see that happening with so much value tied up in the Dane. Obviously, that value is going to erode over the course of these, what, 9, 12 months, what have you. So there's going to be, you know, a balancing act. But maybe the club will sit him down and say, look, you know, there are no real big options on the table for you. Why don't you just stick to what you know? Obviously, you know, you can appreciate a player wants to be really competing and winning trophies. And he hasn't sort of won anything at Tottenham, which is, you know, something you could apply to the uh, the majority of the squad, if not all. But at the end of the day, you know, this is a club that looks like it's going places. Hopefully, this is a club that uses the disappointment of Madrid and use it as a springboard for next season you only have to look at Liverpool and the template that they built 12 months ago obviously getting pumped by Real Madrid in Kiev and then they bought wisely you know Alisson Virgil van Dijk I know that was earlier in the sort of season in January but you can see the point I'm trying to make big marquee signings with trophies in mind and it paid off you know a point away from winning the Premier League it makes sense not only that, Liverpool didn't settle for the, the second or third option. You know, they could have got another goalkeeper sooner. They could have got another defender sooner. But Jurgen Klopp stuck to his guns and went, right, these are the players I want. I will get them by hook or by crook. If I have to wait a little bit longer, so be it, because I'll reap the benefits much further down the line. And this is exactly where Liverpool are at the moment. So, with Liverpool being as strong as they are, it does make the title race almost sort of two horse in itself. So Tottenham are going to look at that and think, you know... Really, they should have finished third, but they finished fourth last season, which, again, is slightly disappointing. But really, they need to be looking in the direction of Man City and Liverpool and going that way, than opposed to being dragged into what could be a four-horse race for two spots, which is going to be third or fourth between the usual suspects of Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester United and Tottenham if they get dragged in that direction. But if they make more statement signings, more statements of intent, then why not be on the fringes of a real title race? Why not make it three-horse and all that? Because... You look at their odds to, to win the title, outright they're 16-1, to 1, which at the moment is still, you know, fair. I think it's a fair price. Again, though, if they can get names in the squad that are new and fresh and revitalise this club, 
then there's no reason why that can't be shrunk to sort of 11, 12. Obviously, before balls kicked, it's still a lot of conjecture, but there'll be confidence in the market if they do sign players and everyone, everyone will start to think, hang on, they do mean business by doing business. Uh, then they only need a good start to the season and those odds will shrink dramatically further. And not only that, if you back them and the start of the season, you might start getting more value. So there is, you know, cause for um, logic in that one. I'm not sort of advocating everyone going, yeah, just spend loads of money and bet on top them, they're going to win the league. Whether that happens right now, I don't know. I don't think it will. They still need to make a couple more signings. But, you know, it's also keeping the key men that they've got. Toby Adavira being another one. There's no £25 million bid at the moment for him, which is, again, good news. Me, personally, if he doesn't put pen to paper on a new deal and he stays for one more season and leaves, then I wouldn't shed any tears, not because I want to see the back of him, but I just think it would be just a fair conclusion to his Tottenham career. You know, not everything is about the balance sheet, and I'm sort of talking about transfers, so I'm sort of going against myself here slightly, but sometimes you just have to look at what a player can offer you and not necessarily just think, right, if I sell him now, at least it makes the spreadsheet look good for these next few months. You know, why not just think, right, I've got a world-class defender here, let's just keep him for 12 more months. If we can't agree terms, then we'll shake hands and say thanks for everything, you've been absolutely fantastic, go off and play for somebody else and wind out your career, or maybe just go and be good for another sort of two, three seasons elsewhere. As long as it's not a Premier League move, then I wouldn't really care at all. If it was PSG or maybe back to Ajax, I'd have absolutely no complaints. I'd love him to stay much, much longer, but I just think the fact that he's getting to this age now where I think where he deserves another move or you know, he'd want to try something different, a new challenge, what have you, then that's absolutely fine. That is just football. It's part of uh, the footballing the cycle, shall I say. So, yeah, I mean, if Tottenham can keep the key men that got them to the Champions League final, they, they'll be in a good place anyway. If they can add more to the Ndombele signing, then they're going to be even better place. Um, whether Victor Wanyama is someone who will drop off out the squad and go elsewhere because of Ndombele's arrival, perhaps maybe a little bit overstocked now in that position, but that's a decision for Poch to make, isn't it? Um, and that's pretty much it for Tottenham. That's the most I've spoken about Tottenham in a while. And that's about it for this show. So it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Football Cast in association with Loserpool. And until next time, goodbye. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.